Hey there, welcome to the What's Your Thing podcast, where we're all about great conversations with interesting people. That's right, I'm Brennan. And I'm Caitlin. There's something awesome about every person, a thing that makes them truly unique. We wanna know what it is about everyone, so we're asking. What's your thing? Is this episode 20? 20. Charlie, we have 20 episodes and we have 33 YouTube subscribers. (laughs) One per episode. You're doing well. Did you send Carolina the, uh, did you send Carolina the fishing catch video? Yeah. That was was our best video. That was our best video. 1200 views on you catching that tiny, tiny fish. (laughs) (laughs) Me me catching Evan Sunoski's tiny fish. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone, welcome to... The 20th installment of the What's Your Thing podcast. I am Brennan. One half and I'm Caitlin. Caitlin. I'm the other half of your host. Yeah, we uh we have a one of our best friends and you know cousins and and just a person that we absolutely love. I spent a great weekend with who's joining us today and talking about something pretty interesting that is affecting everybody, and that's really home heating. It's a big, big political topic. It's out there. Uh, people are, you know. It's no secret in Canada. Things have changed. People are kind of struggling to heat their homes and they're wondering which options to go and they're getting all kinds of direction from many different political parties. But we figured it'd be awesome to talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about. We have our friend and cousin, Charlie Kitts, who works for Reliable Home Environment, licensed all across Ontario. He's a sales representative and he's going to go through just the home heating process and what maybe you can do to help yourself. So take it away, Charlie. What's your thing? Yeah, so... I'm Charlie. Thanks for having me, guys. Good to be here. Um, yeah, so I work for Reliable Home Environment. Uh, so we do HVAC, for which for the uninitiated is heating, ventilation, air conditioning. Uh, we also do hot water, minor plumbing, essentially all the things that make your house go uh, that you kind of take for granted of uh, until they actually fail on you. And then uh, then you have to have a meeting with me, unfortunately. So never a fun thing, never a sexy purchase, but something that we all take for granted. So you guys are across the province and you focus on a lot of different areas. You're based primarily in Ottawa? Yeah, mostly out of Ottawa. Um, we have a relationship with Costco, so we do a lot of business through them as well. Uh, but we'll, do we run the home shows, you know, the home shows in Ottawa that come uh, every, you know, three or four months. We do those and we get a lot of people from sort of the outskirts of town that come in to see what the latest inventions are. And so we service, you know, we'll go pretty much anywhere within reason. Uh, commercial and residential? mostly residential we do do a small commercial business uh but focus is residential that's perfect this is for the people like i said who might be looking for other options you know it's it's tough you want this is the person to ask so what what got you into this business uh fluke really um i was in the fitness industry for a little over a decade um and then before kind of COVID happened, that was kind of on its way down. The company I worked for was starting to struggle a little bit. So I was looking for something different. Um, and then I had a friend of mine in the HVAC industry. So uh, he kind of hooked me up with the process and I got in with uh, one company initially. I worked there for a number of years and then I switched to kind of more of a mom and pop shop with Reliable. So just a better quality of life, better uh, business venture. And I've been there ever since. Very cool. Uh, I bought my house in 2014 and it was September. I did one winter of oil heat and it was crazy. So immediately switched to um, natural gas. What are the biggest challenges? For me, it was just the cost of oil. This house had been on oil since it was built in 1971. What do you think the biggest challenges are for 
um, consumers right now when it comes to home heating? Probably kind of like your situation, trying to figure out what is the best way to heat the home. So obviously most of the homes were initially in oil here in the city, and then a lot of them moved to propane. And now obviously natural gas is the big thing. Our whole kind of country is designed with a pipeline to our door. Um, so generically speaking, natural gas is always the way to go. There's a lot of drawbacks to that. If you live somewhere where natural gas isn't an option, if Enbridge isn't in the area, you can't, you don't have that option. Uh, it can be expensive depending on where you live, bringing natural gas to the house. Um, heat pumps are all the rage lately with the government grants that actually just disappeared. But prior to that, anybody on oil or propane specifically should have had a heat pump to offset some of the cost of those fuels, uh, natural gas being the cheapest of those three, oil, propane, or natural gas. Uh, but even the cost of natural gas went up three times in the last year. So it's putting people in a conundrum of what should we do? Uh, what direction should we go? So uh, I've heard a lot about heat pumps, but I don't actually know what it is. So can you just explain what it is and how that can help? Yeah, so <clears throat> I'm no physicist, but essentially we deal with air source heat pumps. So you have two versions, there's ground source or air source. Uh, ground source would be a well system where the temperature is controlled at a certain depth. Uh, so you would always be pulling out the same uh, heat from there. We do air source heat pumps. So essentially it's a glorified air conditioner. It can do everything that your AC can do. So cooling your home. And then it also has the ability to extract ambient heat that is present in the air, even at negative temperatures, there's still heat in the air. Um, and it takes that heat and transfers it into your house and provides heat that way. Um, and it's powered electronically. So you obviously have strong ties to the Ottawa Valley. There's a lot of wood stoves up that way. Would you highly recommend then people have alternative sources of heat, like a heat pump to offset that wood stove or would they be better <laughs> it, with oil? It depends. If you have access to property and you have your own wood, um, then I burn away. But if you're on natural or if you're on oil or propane, then yeah, I mean, you got to have a heat pump. The cost of those fuels has gone up dramatically in the last few years. Uh, and a heat pump, it's not going to necessarily do all of your heating needs on the very, very cold days, you know, minus 20, minus 30, you'll need a secondary heat source, which can be your oil or your propane. But I would definitely recommend a heat pump for anybody on fuels other than natural gas. And even on natural gas, there's an argument to be made. So that was going to lead into our next question. You've done this for a few years now. When you came out, considering that you said that the natural gas price has exponentially grown would you have kind of leaned towards that as you said it's kind of like a pipeline to your door but has your perspective changed and you're kind of yeah, like okay, so it, it's a tricky situation um the problem with natural gas is what you're paying so if you look at your enbridge bill and most of us in ontario are enbridge customers um 50 sometimes 60 percent of your bill is just service and distribution so just to have the the right to have natural gas in your house you're paying this this set fee, um, which for most people is over 50% of their bill. And then your actual natural gas usage um, is a fraction of that. So you may in the summertime, for instance, most houses have a natural gas stove, natural gas hot water tank. You may have the odd barbecue or kitchen cooktop um, or pool heater, things like that. But most people on average is a furnace and a, and a hot water tank. So you're still gonna pay your Enbridge bill the same as you are in the wintertime when you're burning natural gas to heat your house as you are in the summertime when you're really only using it for hot water. So it is nice to have that option of a heat pump to offset the usage cost, but unless you're off Enbridge completely, then you're not really gonna save that money. You're at, your electric bill will go up because you're now heating electronically, um, but your gas bill doesn't go down as much. It doesn't equal out because again, you're paying just for the fact that you have natural gas being delivered to your house. So it's a little bit of a tricky situation to be in. <clears throat> Cool. So 
I guess a, a follow-up question to that now that we know like what kind of sort of heating systems there are and, and what might be good for you is if people who've been in their homes for a while, what sort of signs should they be looking for that they might need to start thinking about a new furnace? Yeah. So the old midi finish or midi fission furnaces that we kind of grew up with, our parents had with the big metal pipe vented out the chimney. Those are kind of almost all gone now to the high efficiencies. It's a bit of a trade-off. Those old mini efficients lasted longer, but they weren't as efficient. Now you've got a higher efficient unit, but it doesn't last as long. So your average life for a natural gas high efficiency furnace is going to be between 15 to 20 years, depending on how well you take care of it. Um, so if it's in that kind of range, you might want to have someone come in. I mean, annual maintenance is always a good idea when you're talking with gas and fire in your basement, essentially to heat your house. Um, so have a professional look at it, see what state it's in. Um, some of the signs that you'll notice with the older units, the heat exchangers where the, the magic happens, if you will, they'll start to rust out and get little cracks and cracks can turn to holes and then you're leaking carbon monoxide. So always a good idea to have a carbon monoxide detector and just have a professional look at it once it starts getting up in age. Right on. So what are your predictions? Where's this going? Home heat. We've talked about the heat pumps and the shifting kind of focus. Yeah. So, I mean... Heat pumps, I think, are the future, just like with automobiles, right? There's a mandate from our government anyway to try and go more electric. So I don't think heat pumps are going anywhere. It's a little tricky now. There was a rebate program in place, the Greener Homes, um, that was giving people a lot of money um, to put a heat pump in. So really offsetting the cost. Heat pumps are going to be a little bit more expensive than a standard AC. So if you were in the market to change your air conditioner and the government was giving you this large grant money to put a heat pump, it made perfect sense. Uh, now to convince people that they should still be putting in heat pumps and not giving the grant anymore because the grant has just recently in the last month kind of gone away. It's on pause anyway in Ontario. Um, it makes it a harder selling point for the heat pump and to go electric in general when you're not getting rebated from the government. So there are rumors. It's only paused in Ontario. Every other province still has a rebate. It was planned to go till 2027, uh, but they've run out of money. So it was that successful. Um, we don't really sell air conditioners anymore, to be honest. It's all heat pumps. Um, so I think that is the future will be electric. Now, whether that's a heat pump with a gas furnace, like most people in Ottawa, since we already have natural gas, or if you want to get rid of gas altogether and have a fully electric system, um, I do think that's the way things are going to be going in the future. Perfect. So I, you, you talked about your, uh, you got into it with your buddy. I know your other salesperson, you guys are great. What's, uh, what do you want people to know? Like to plug your business, tell us about where, where people can go if they're kind of questioning, if they're stuck. What yeah, I mean, like I say, if you if your stuff's getting old, then uh, definitely come give us a call at Reliable and we'll come take a look. We can send a technician out if it's worth fixing or we can send someone like me if it's just better to replace it. Um, but yeah, what to know is just kind of how the stuff works. Until I got into the industry, I didn't even know how an air conditioner worked. Everybody kind of thinks it's that box outside. Uh, the most important part is the actual coil inside. So above your furnace, there's an actual cooling coil. It looks like a it's an A-shape with uh, refrigeration lines, looks like the back of an old refrigerator. That's where the actual coolness happens. So your furnace fan blows the cold air through your house, just like it blows the hot air through. So most people think it's just a box outside that that's where the cold air comes from. But the AC is really critically attached to your furnace. So if one starts to go, uh, you may have issues with the other as well. It's a good idea to look at them both as a, as a unit together, as opposed to two separate units. And that's where they can find you online. Yeah, reliablehome.ca. Um, in the yellow pages, if people are still doing that, you can get us anywhere. Just Google it. Right on. Well, thanks. We like to ask one follow-up question, if you care to share. 
Uh, now that we know about your thing, what's something about you that might interest uh, anybody who's listening that you'd like to share if you if you choose to? Yeah. Um, well, I've got two young children right now, so that's basically taking all my time, a two-year-old and a two-month-old. Um, so you guys being parents yourself, you can imagine how busy that is right now. Um, so that's basically what my other thing is, actually <laughs> my main thing. Uh, but if I do get a chance to get away, like we did kind of there last weekend, uh, I love to do anything outdoors. So we were ice fishing. That was a great time. Uh, regular fishing in the summertime, hunting, um, hiking, snowshoeing. So my parents have a little kind of off-grid cabin in the woods. I love going up there, just doing anything, get the kids outside, try and get them away from the screens as much as possible. Yeah, it is phenomenal. It was a good time on the weekend. Your parents' place is pretty cool. It is nice. Like, it's something to go up there. We spend all our time, but it's it's nice to actually be off the grid. Kind of like, yeah. be like, all That's right, nice like, I'm not, now. I'm sitting in this nature. I'm going to see it. So, Caitlin, yeah. what do you think? Should we jump on to the fun part? Charlie, in? Yeah, absolutely. Let's Thanks very much. I think we should do it rapid fire. What we're oh, we're do. definitely going to do a rapid fire. This is what, well, you guys are both resident experts in the film industry. What we're going to do today is we're going to look at movies from 1990 to 2022 i'm going to name the movie and the year and we're going to jump between you and you're going to guess the best actor winner and if you get it uh the person can agree or disagree and say their guess so we'll go from there okay so we'll start with 1990 i'm going to go to you charlie 1990 my left foot best actor is that would be the one and only daniel day lewis caitlin agree, agree or disagree one agree okay 1991, Rebel of Fortune. Caitlin, fortune? Rebel of Fortune. Reversal of Fortune, sorry. Excuse me. Reversal of Fortune. Reversal. Michael Douglas? Charlie? I'm not, I don't know if I know the movie, so I'll disagree and I'll say Michael Caine. Okay. 1992, The Silence of the Lambs, Charlie. Wait, are you going to tell us or no? Uh, Well, yeah, I can tell you now. It's Jeremy Irons. No. Oh. I don't even know that movie. No. Okay. No, me neither. Nice Silence of the Lamb. Well, that's an easy one. Anthony Hopkins. Caitlin? Agree. 1993, Charlie. I think you might like this movie and this actor. Scent of a Woman. Uh, Al Pacino. Caitlin? Al Pacino, Charlie? Yeah, I agree. All right, Charlie, 1994, Philadelphia. That's Tom Hanks. Caitlin? Tom Hanks. Caitlin, 1995, Forrest Gump. Tom Hanks. Charlie? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Charlie? 1996, Leaving Las Vegas. Oh, that's Nicolas Cage. I'd have Agreed. To say. Caitlin, okay, agree. Correct. 1997, Shine. Caitlin. Shine. I was doing this with my wife, and I, we were like, we don't know this movie. <laughs> Do we know the actor? You definitely know the actor? You get a little six degrees of Kevin Bacon here? Yeah, do, nah, six, seriously. do another movie that they're in. Do another movie that they're in. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Johnny Depp? Bill oh. Nye? Bill Nye? Nope. It's Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush. Mm. 1998, as good as it gets. Caitlin? Jack Nicholson. Charlie? I agree. 1999, Life is Beautiful. Charlie? You can... Roberto Benigni. You're correct, Caitlin? <laughs> yes. Your guy gave it to you. Uh, 2000, great movie, American Beauty. Kevin Spacey. I agree. Uh, this is one of my favorites of all time. If you don't get this, you're crazy. 2001 Gladiator. Russell Crowe. Charlie. Are you not entertained? There's a new one coming out, I hear. 
I'm so pumped. And it's yeah, they're Ridley Scott and they're bringing back the old actors. So it's supposed to be good. That'll be good. Uh, all right. Caitlin, we'll go with you. Training Day 2002. Denzel. Charlie? I agree. Right. Charlie, 2003, The Penist. What? Wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> wrong awards. Wrong awards. That, uh, that would be Adrian Brody. Caitlin? Agree. Agree. 2004, Mystic River. Sean Penn. Charlie? Agreed. 2005, Ray. Charlie. That is, uh, what's his name? Oh, come on. I can picture his face. Um, she gave me money. I can't think of his name right now. Caitlin? Jamie Fox. Jamie she steals. Fox. We'll give it to Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. I should have that. 2006, Capote. Caitlin. Oh, the late, great. Um, I'm doing the same thing. I have his name. A yeah. couple more seconds. I'm going to give Charlie the steal. Three, two, one. Charlie? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. You're correct. You got it back. He comes back. Uh, okay, so we're going to go 2008. Or sorry, 2007. The Last King of Scotland. Charlie? That would be Forrest Whitaker. Caitlin? Yeah. yeah. Correct. So 2008, Caitlin, there will be blood. That again is Daniel Day-Lewis. Charlie? Mm, agree. He is literally the greatest. 2009, okay. Charlie, okay. milk. Oh, that would be Sean Penn. Caitlin? Yep. yep. 2010, Caitlin, Crazy Heart. Crazy Heart? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that movie. 2010, Five, I don't four, remember the movie. Three, two, one, Charlie for the steal. I'm going to say Kurt Russell. Ooh, no, it was Jeff Bridges. Je oh, I oh those yeah. Two. Yeah. I always confuse those two. All right, Caitlin, we'll go with you. 2011, The King's Speech. I have his face. Five, four, three, two, one. Charlie for the steal. Uh, trying to think of his name, too. I'm thinking Love Actually. Same guy. What's his yep. Colin Same Firth. Guy. Colin, Colin Firth. Firth. He gets it. Just, I was just about to do the countdown. All right, you're up again. The Artist. 2012. Mm. That was that strange movie. I don't even think I saw it. Um, yeah, I'm going to pass. I don't know this one. Caitlin? I can't remember his name. That's one of those artsy movies okay. that the Academy liked. JD yeah. initials. JD. Jean Duhardin. Mm. All right. This one I wrote. The, <laughs> I wrote the actor's name down wrong, but 2013 Lincoln. Let me hear it, Charlie. <laughs> Again, Daniel Day-Lewis. Caitlin? <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis. I uh, I wrote Lincoln. <laughs> it was a biography. He was Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 2014, Caitlin, we'll go with you. Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, it was Jared Leto that won. No, Charlie. he won Best Supporting. It was Matthew McConaughey. Okay, Charlie, agree, disagree? I agree. We'll okay, both. we'll give you that one. This one, 2015, The Theory of Everything, Charlie. Oh, what is his name? Um... Mm. Five, four, three, two, Caitlin. Betty Redman. Betty Redman. Correct. Jesus. Charlie, you're up. 2016, The Revenant. That would be Leonardo DiCaprio, finally. Caitlin? DiCaprio. The... 
All right, good. Caitlin, uh, we'll go with you. 2017, Manchester by the Sea. Casey Affleck. Charlie? Good one, agreed. Correct. 2018, Darkest Hour. Charlie? Oh, good actor. Deserve mm -hmm. more recognition. What the heck is his name? I would say he's second to Daniel Day-Lewis in my books. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he played Winston Churchill. Uh, what is his name? Oh, three, two, one. Caitlin. Gary Oldman. Correct. Gary Oldman. Never been in it, like never been bad in a movie. No. no. Okay. Caitlin, you got the last one. 2019. Bohemian Rhapsody. Rami Malik. Charlie. I agree. Both correct. Charlie, 2020 for the Joker. It's a Joaquin Phoenix. Caitlin? Yep. You both got that one. Caitlin, you're up. 2021, The Father. Anthony Hopkins. Charlie. I'll have to agree. And then finally, we're going to stop at 2022. We have King Richard. Charlie. That's Will Smith. Caitlin. <laughs> That's yeah. my wife's name out your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> We are going to, ladies and gentlemen, I thought we were going to jump to 2023 for a tie. I would have to Google it because I don't remember what it was, but I will. Actually, Charlie, we're going to give you a chance to tie this. What okay. was the movie and who won the Oscar for 2023? Last year, who won the Oscar? Lately, I haven't even been seeing the Oscar movies. They're also out there. Because you're a father of a two-year-old and a two-month-old. <laughs> I, um, I don't remember who was nominated last year. Ooh, now we gotta look it up. Give us a clue. Now uh, let me go here one quick second. Now I'm all panicked. Can't find my browser. All right. You ready? 2023 best actor was. I heard it's great. I gotta check it out. A man who played in the movie The Whale. Uh, oh, Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Ladies and gentlemen, Charlie, yeah. you both you both did very very well. Mm -hmm. I have to give you credit. Out of a possible thirty three answers, we have to give Caitlin, our producer, the win. It only makes sense. Twenty seven out of thirty three. Charlie, you finished twenty six. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'm up against someone in the biz, you know. Hey man, you're looking at Eddie, Eddie Redmayne, Jeffrey Rush, Jeremy Irons. It's not I should have had Redmayne, Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. And Jeff Bridges. I would have thought you yeah. guys would have got Jeff Bridges. And no, you should have had Jamie Foxx. I'll even give Caitlin that one. Oh, yeah. I should have <laughs> had Jamie Foxx. Jeff Bridges, Kurt Russell. I always get him confused. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on, Charlie. That was awesome. Uh, and for anyone who has questions or you want some help with your home heating, check out Reliable Home Environment. I know some of the people who work there. And, you know, I'm not just saying this because you're a friend. You guys are fantastic and really approachable people. And, you know, hopefully uh, you can get the help you're looking for. We will post it. Please, everyone, don't forget, if you like our stuff, like, subscribe to our channels, and tell us what you think. What's your thing? Episode Great 20. Guys. See you guys thanks later. Charlie, thanks a lot. Bye. Thank you. Take care. So make sure to check us out, whatsyourthingpod.com. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube. Follow us on TikTok. Check us out. We're going to have a blast. What's your thing? What's your thing?